Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hello, this is Gloria, Evangelist Gloria Garner, calling... I mean, directing, moderating on tonight, our leader of evangelist, Tawana Parker, is not able to be on the line. I believe she's on the line, but not able to moderate on tonight. We just yeah. just heard awesome, my God, an awesome testimony on tonight. Amen. And our Amen. God is just so faithful. But now we're going to uh, also uh, open up the line uh, for those that may have joined us that may have a testimony on tonight. I know I have Sheila, Cynthia, and our speaker on tonight, Renetta Trice. And yes. uh, so uh, is there anyone else that's on the line with us on tonight that I have not uh, acknowledged? Sylvia. Sylvia, how yes. are you on tonight? Fine, thank you. That's great, that's great. We just heard an awesome testimony tonight. Were you able to listen in on that? I'm sorry. Did you hear the testimony on tonight? Oh, it was beautiful. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. awesome. God, it's so awesome. Yes. So we we got we got time for like one more testimony. Then we're gonna turn. We're gonna make sure we give our speaker time to give us a word on tonight. Do you do you have a testimony you want to share with us on tonight? Yes, praise God. I praise God. I thank God for. Um, I have a. a I... We, are you still there? Hello. I'm looking for the school board, and. Um, and God is so awesome. When I went for the interview, uh, we were just talking, and he said, well, what church is you from? And I said, Bethel Delivers. And he said, Bethel Delivers. I said, yes, we came from Pastor Charles O'Miles' church. And he said, oh, yeah. He said, Pastor Charles O'Miles, I know him. And he says, um, uh, my mother and, and the Parkers, you know the Parkers there? And I said, Evan Parker and Tawana. I said, yes, I know them. <laughs> and that was my mother's best friend. And uh, wow. I'm you right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Six minutes from my house. Praise God. I am so overjoyed. And I thank God Praise for comfort. Amen. Amen. Amen for all the testimonies on tonight. God is just so good, so faithful to us. And we're just going to take this time out right now. If, uh, any special prayer requests before we go and be there? Uh, um, our, our intercessors are not one of our intercessors who take the prayer requests. It's not on the line, but I don't have that number that we use. Cynthia, do you know that number that they would uh, call to uh, uh, for the, uh, mm-hmm. make requests, prayer requests? Let me see. Uh, it'll just take a minute for me. Wait, let's see. I might have it. Yes, I do. I have that number right. Okay, would you give that number up that they can uh, just leave your prayer requests? Our intercessors will be on the call on okay. tomorrow evening uh, praying for all the prayer requests. So if you want to, you can call the, uh, this number. You can go ahead, Cynthia. Okay, touch and agree prayer line. And the number is area code 605 
475-6711, and the access code is 134-332. No, I'm sorry. Let me let me double check that to make sure that's the current number because at one time it changed. So I'm going to okay. double check it while we're on the line now that I think about it. Okay. Well, uh, you're going to be on the line throughout the calls, and we can have our speaker come. Uh, yeah, speak. yeah. Okay. Okay, at this time, we're going to have the woman of God come to us and minister a word of God to us. We ask, we ask that she introduce herself and uh, give us what God has given her on tonight. Amen. Amen. Well, good evening, everybody. It's, um, it's definitely a privilege and a, uh, a blessing to be here with you tonight. I am uh, Renetta Marie Trice. I live in Gladwin, Michigan. Uh, and uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and get into the Word tonight. Amen. So glad all of you joined, especially glad to hear my sister Sheila on the phone tonight. Amen. <laughs> That's a treat. <laughs> okay. So we're going, to, uh, we're going to start in the book of Genesis, chapter 1. Uh, I'm going to read verse 27. I'm going to be talking about what are you portraying. I'm okay. going to uh, start in Genesis. You know, we're coming to the end of a year, about to enter the beginning of another year, and a lot of times when we come to the end of the year, we like to do a reflection of, you know, where are we right now? Well, we yes. should do an, a reflection of, you know, I appreciate that God have placed us in something that we call time because, you know, God don't live in time. He yes. lives in eternity. So mm-hmm. God is, every, is, you know, he's outside of time. But he can step in, in into time to intervene for us like he did for my sister. Amen. But, Amen. but time allows us to stop and turn back and take a look at, at at what we have been doing, what we have accomplished, what we think we're doing, what we think we're accomplished, and to turn back and look forward to where we want to go and where we want to be. So this message is kind of like about that. So in Genesis one twenty seven it says, um, so well, I'm going to start at verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And some scriptures, some uh, versions would say uh, in his likeness created he him. Mm-hmm. All right, so now I'm going to go to uh, uh, let me write that scripture down. Okay, verse 31, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So when it says God saw everything that he made and it was very good, did it not include us? It included us because he had already created mankind. It said he created mankind in his image. Image is to give an accurate idea of something. So the idea that God had in his imagination or in his Mm -hmm. mind, in his mind's eye, that's what he created us to be. We are a representation of what God had in his mind when he created us. We are the image of that, the likeness of that, the visual reputation of what God imagined that we should be. 
Images are judged by how realistically they capture the person or the thing that they show. For example, when you're, you're if you're watching, um, let's say a a dance show or a uh, a singing show, and then they have judges to judge how closely the singers uh, capture what they're supposed to be capturing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they, they'll give them a certain type of dance that they want them to replicate or to represent or a certain song they want them to sing. So how closely to the original song do you perfect your craft to make it sound like that? Mm. Think about that. Now I'm going to go to Jeremiah 29 and 11. And excuse my voice, I'm a little under the weather. I'm getting over with something, so my voice is a bit rough. So Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and are not evil, to give you an expected end. God knew the thoughts that he has toward us because it was in his image that we were created. Mm-hmm. So when God created us, God had a he had a plan for us. He 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 had a an idea of what this was supposed to what we were supposed to play out, so to speak, in our lifetime. He already had an image of what our life was supposed to look like, not just our physical being, who we look like. Like if you touch my body, what that looks like, when he says we're creating his image, it goes way beyond our physical body. He Mm -hmm. was looking at our life, the whole life that we was going to play out, that we were going to live. That was the image that he had. That That was the thought. That was the plan of good and not evil that he already had for us, even us before we were even born into the world. So when God came back in the cool of the day to look for Adam and Eve, if you remember, I'm not going to read all the scriptures I'm going to refer to tonight because time won't allow it, but when God came back walking through the garden looking for Adam and Eve, and he said, Adam, where are you? He was looking for an image. And he was looking for something that he had created and put in the earth, and all of a sudden, and while he was walking through the garden, he didn't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. God is God. Oh. He sees and knows everything. He mm-hmm. knew exactly where Adam and Eve was hiding. He knew where they were, yes. but the mm-hmm. image that he had planted in that garden wasn't there anymore, and that's what he was looking for. Amen. And he was, and he was making sure when he called out to Adam, that Adam knew you are not where you are supposed to be. (laughs) You are not what you are supposed to be. You Uh have gotten off the path that I had imagined that you would live. You are not living the life that I planned for you right now. Because Uh when he made Adam and Eve, he planted them in the Garden of Eden. He put them in a perfect place to live a perfect life, to live a perfect existence. Everything they ever wanted and needed was there for them. They were going to be completely provided for by their maker. He was the Mm -hmm. one that was going to take care of them. Mm. And all of a sudden they had put themselves in a place that was beyond the reach of the perfection that God had called them to live in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now let's let's go to... um, Romans chapter 8, verse 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. 
that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. See, when God, when when Jesus came on the scene, Jesus came to correct the image that Adam, that Adam had made. Yes. Adam had destroyed the image that God had created because God's image did not include sin. Right. So when God came back to the garden looking for Adam, the Adam that he created wasn't there. There was only the distorted Adam that was there. Mm-hmm. And so when we're born into the world, we we were born in that distorted being, in that Mm -hmm. distorted place that Adam put us in. Mm -hmm. But when Jesus came on the scene, Jesus came as the perfect man. The scripture calls him the second Adam. He was was the second image of perfection that God had placed on the earth. Mm-hmm. But Jesus walked out the life that God intended him to walk out. So when he left here, he was still perfected. Mm-hmm. That's the one. That's why he's the one. God tells us not to compare ourselves to each other. The only mm-hmm. man we can compare ourselves to is Jesus, and we get in trouble when we keep trying to compare ourselves to each other because none of us is that image none that we're us. supposed to be patterning our lives after. Only Jesus is that image that we're supposed to be patterning our lives after. Amen. And Amen. a lot of times we say, you know, well, I want to be just like Jesus. I'm a follower of Christ, and I want to be just like Jesus. When people look at me, I want them to see Jesus. Do you really want them to see Jesus? Mm. And if you do want them to see Jesus, are you living your life in such a way that when people see you, they do see Jesus? My you know, I was watching a, a TV program called The Voice, a singing program, and there was a worship leader who's singing on it. This season. yes, I've seen it. Yes, and one of the one of the uh, judges described him this way: When you sing, there is a light from within you that just shines. Mm-hmm. Sure did. I remember. That. And I was thinking to myself. Man, what a perfect testimony somebody can give of somebody who called themselves a Christian representing mm-hmm. Jesus. When you sing, when you, whatever you do, no matter what you do, there's a light that just bursts forth from you because that's what we want. We yes. want a life to burst forth from the life that we live here on the earth. And mm-hmm. that light is Jesus. The Bible says that we are the lights of the world. That's right. Like, That's oh, my right. God, he he did what we're supposed to be doing. Show mm-hmm. forth Christ. Show yes. forth the light. Show forth the life force. Glory to God. That's supposed mm-hmm. to be living inside of all of us. All yes. of us claim is living inside of us. But wherever you work and the people that you relate to on a daily basis, do they have that testimony about you? Mm-hmm. My God. And the circumstances that they encounter with you, can they say, wow, something about you, something is just different. I can't, even people that don't know anything about God, they may not be able to associate it with God, but can they at least say something exudes from you that's just, Amen. whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. I'm going to start uh, with verse 4 through 6. Let's skip around a little bit. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, 
according to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. So if this is our rebirth, now we've been born again because we believe. We heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we believe. And by the grace of God, we have been born again by Jesus Christ himself. Glory to God. And now we are members in the body of Christ. To the praise of the glory of his grace is by his grace that we are saved. And that is a gift that is given unto us. It's by faith, but that faith is given us by the grace of God. It's not something that we earn because we couldn't earn it. We couldn't get good enough to earn it without salvation. We needed salvation, but couldn't get good enough to earn salvation. So God create, made a plan whereby we could receive salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm according to the good pleasure of his will. Because he is the will is the will of God that no no man should perish. He wants all to come to salvation. It's the will of God that we all be in a relationship with him. The message of salvation, the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ is to bring reconciliation between man and God. To reconnect us to the relationship with God, the relationship that he was looking for when he called out to Adam and said, Adam, where are you? Mm. There was something that was missing. That relationship was not there anymore. That close intimacy that he had with man was gone. But Jesus came to renew it, to bring us back to it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now I'm going to drop to uh, verse 11. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, Mm. being predestined according to the purpose of him, who works all things according to the counsel of his will, again, his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Our very existence, it should be, our very existence should be the praise of his glory. That should be why we live. The song that the worship leader sung on the voice was, to worship you I live. Mm. I live to worship you. All Mm. of my life should be built around what is my purpose for being here in the earth. And my purpose for being in the earth is to bring glory to God. It's to fulfill his will. What is his will? The image he saw of me when he formed me. Mm. The image Mm. he saw when he said, I want this life to come into the world. I'm going to allow this being to live. Mm. He saw something. Something was formed. He had an imagination of who I was going to be and what I was going to accomplish in the earth. That was his will for me. That was his predestined plan for me. Amen. And he has one for each and every one of us. God have a plan and he have a purpose. He have a will for you a reason why he has a future for you. A will usually speaks to the future of something. Usually when someone writes a will, they write it before they die, but the will is not supposed to be activated until after they die. That's right. See what I'm saying? Yes, yes. They write the will while they're alive, but the will is not going to be activated until they die because the will is for something in the future. 
is to be passed on to somebody else. It's not for the one who's writing it. Mm-hmm. So the wheel that God uh, wrote, which we all know is the Bible, he wasn't writing it for himself. He was writing it for us. Mm. That life, that image that he had of mankind wasn't for him. It was for us. And expect mm. the end of good and not evil for us. Yes. To shine forth glory. That we are supposed to carry glory throughout the earth. We are supposed to be light carriers. Mm, mm. You know, people got so upset, you know, over the election, and I'm not going to get into all of that, but why is the body of Christ so upset? And why is the body of Christ saying, I'm afraid, I'm in fear, I don't know what's going to happen? You know what? It don't matter what's going to happen. The reason why it don't matter what's going to happen is because we are here to make the difference, not the president of the United States of America. We got it twisted. We got it backwards. Come on now. I'm supposed to make the difference. You're That's supposed fine. to make the difference. You're supposed to make the difference. We are the lights of the world, not the presidents, not the leaders. The Bible tells us to pray for the leaders. That's right. Mm-hmm. We pray for the leaders so that they lead in a way that we can live a peaceful life. Come on now. But are we doing our part? God has a plan and a purpose. And you know what? If all believers were about carrying out the will and the purpose of God, the world would be at peace right now. Oh, my. Oh, my. The world is not at peace right now because we don't do the will of God. Amen. Because we're we're born into the world, born into the world system, and the world system is Satan's system, by the way. And we get so caught up in Satan's system, we forget about God's plan. Yes, yes. And we actually live our lives and we make our choices and our decisions actually based off of Satan's system. And we get sold into his system. We buy into it. We get tricked into it. We think it's no other way but to live by that system. But God has a better way. The scripture says a more better way. He has a better plan. But we got to believe it in order to live it. Amen. God will have a plan where he will actually take care of us. He Amen. will provide for us. Going back to Joseph, my sister was referring to him in her testimony. God had a plan to save the world from, from the famine, but only yes. if somebody followed his plan. Mm-hmm. If, somebody, if somebody adhered to the image that he had of them in his mind's eye view. And Joseph decided to stick to that image. He decided to stick no matter what happened to him. He was thrown into prison. He was lied on. He was forgotten about. He was betrayed. Amen. But he didn't, but he kept, but he stayed to the image of God. He stayed to the plan of God. And because he stayed to the plan of God, not only was Joseph blessed, and he was, but everybody was blessed. He was able to feed everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. And so if we, when we go back and look back at the stories in the word of God and hear testimonies like from our sister tonight and we hear of the greatness of God and the power of God and how God is able to move and work intricately in our lives and not only did he heal her but outside of healing her he's going to bless her with his force Amen. Amen Thank you Jesus Thank you. He Thank came you. out with something for to show for everything that she went through, all of the pain she went through. She didn't just get healing, but she got good as a result. 
She was Amen. blessed as a result. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. She went through Thank a battle. Too. She fought for her life. My God. You know, sometimes in life we go through all kind of stuff. And sometimes I can testify for myself. I've gone through stuff that I was complaining about. Mm-hmm. And then once I finally submitted to the to the test, to the trial, and went through it, I came out with something. I was blessed at the end. And when I look back, I had to say, oh, my God, you knew all along what you had planned for me. Yes. I couldn't see the end from the beginning, but you always know the end from the beginning. Yes. And that teaches me to stop murmuring and complaining and go through with praise, go through rejoicing, because there is always a blessing on the other side Amen. Amen. of going through. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. There is a purpose. God has a purpose for all of us. Yes, he does. The one who has called us. The one, the scripture says all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, those that are called according to his purpose. Yes. He has a plan. I'm going back to verse 11. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, according to the guidance of his will, according to the consultation of his will. Amen. So we need to get his will on the matter. We need to get his guidance, his direction. When he gave us the Holy Spirit, they came to live inside of us, to lead us and guide us, Amen. no matter what we're going through. You know, and that don't mean pick up the phone and call your friend. And there's nothing wrong with getting help from one another because we are supposed to help one another and carry one another in times of weakness. But we get into the bad habit of always calling the friend first when we need to go to God first. Amen. And then God will direct you who to go to because he knows who can stand with you through this. Amen. And who just going to hang up the phone and go run their mouth about it. Amen. So that's why we need to go to wise counsel first, and he is the wisest counsel. Many of us have been wise counsel many, many times. Amen. But the wisest counsel of all is the one who yes. created us, Amen. who knows the plan. Hallelujah. Glory Amen. to God. He Amen. can give my friend insight to the plan for that moment to help me through it. But I guarantee if I get myself into the practice of going to the creator of the plan for me, I guarantee you he's not going to leave me without an answer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He has the answer to every situation we're going to face. Sometimes we just don't want to be still long enough to hear what it is. Amen. I tell people all the time, God is always talking. we just not always in a position to hear what he has to say. Amen. But he's Amen. always talking. Praise the will God. of God is what God has already chosen for us. Amen. The will of God is what God already knows about my life. The will of God for Jeremiah, God already knew it. God didn't have to go find out what it was. He knew what it was. That's why yes. he was able to say, I know the plans for you. Yes. They are good. The end of them, the end of them is good and not evil. It yes. don't mean you're not going to go through something to get to that good. My sister had to go through something to yes. get yes. to this end that she's rejoicing about now. Amen. She, go through, she went through weeks of suffering. Glory to God. And I tell people all the time, you know what people are always talking about. I wish I had a testimony. I really want to get a testimony. You know what? 
The only way to get a testimony is to go through something. You can't get no testimony standing on top of the mountain where everything is bright and breezy and nice all the time. Testimony is coming in the valley. Testimony come in the midst of the trials and the tribulations. Testimony come in the midst of the the struggle and the troubles. Amen. I tell people all the time, I did not find out who God was on the mountaintop. I found out who God was going through. That's when God proved himself to me. He says, in your weakness, I am made strong. Amen. Because in our weakness, that's when we need him. Amen. And that's when he shows up and he becomes whatever we need. It gets us through those tough times. So are we living our lives so when God looks back at us, he sees his choices fulfilled in our lives? Amen. When God looks at you, does he see the image that he had of you when he created you, when he breathed the first breath of life into your body? Does he see what he planned for you? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Or is he asking, where is Renata? Where is Sheila? Where is Tawana? Hallelujah. Where is Sylvia? Well, he's looking right at you because what he's seeing is distorted and not the image that he created you to be. My, my. Thank you, Jesus. So what are we portraying ourselves as? What are we putting ourselves out there to look like to others? Because everybody that's in your life sees you as something. What do they see you as? Do they see that light shining through you? Or are they looking at a distortion? Mm. And people of the world, people that don't know God, do they see you just like they see themselves? Mama. Because they definitely should not be seeing you the way they would see themselves. They should be seeing you almost as their savior, so to speak. And what I mean by that is when people get in trouble, they go to the person they most associate God like. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you work someplace where everybody in the office calls themselves an atheist and they tell you they don't believe God and they ain't never going to church with you and they don't want to have nothing to do with God and they don't want to hear you say nothing about no Jesus. But when they get in real trouble, when somebody mm-hmm. in their family is about to die, who they ask to pray? Mm-hmm. Who they come to? All right. They come to the one they've been putting down for being a God believer because they know you are a God believer because they see something different in you. Well, I hope they do, and that's the way it should be. Your neighbors, who are they going to run to? If my neighbor living next door to me, if her husband stopped breathing and she wants help, is she going to run to the unbeliever across the street or is she going to run to me because she knows I'm a believer because she sees something different in me? Amen. So the image that God saw when he created us is not just for him, it's not just for you, but it's for that lost and dying world too. Who do they see in you? Amen. Who is portrayed in you? Is the image of God portrayed in you? The image that he saw when he was working on Adam in the garden. Do we look anything like it? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise 
God. Come on, we can praise. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen for the word on tonight. My God. Lord God, we just thank you for the woman of God that have brought forth the word on tonight, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you just continue to renew her strength, Lord God. Refresh her, God. As she poured out to us, Lord God, pour back into her, God. Renew her, God, from the crown of her head to the very sole of her feet, God. We thank you for this awesome word that you have given us on tonight, Lord God, as we look at ourselves and make sure that we portray you that light that was supposed to shine forth and give you all glory and honor and praise. Oh, God, continue to have your way in her life, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for her, God, and we bless you, Lord God, for just having your way in her life as she's given to us. God, pour back into her, God, and continue to use her mightily as she goes to and fro. God, bless her going out and her coming in. Oh, God, wherever she goes, may she bring forth that word that will cause change to the people of God everywhere. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We thank thank God for the word on tonight. We thank God for the woman of God. We just have a few more minutes, and we're just going to ask Cynthia, do you have that number again for us on tonight? Yes. Yeah. We call tomorrow night, and it's supposed to be on the line around 9 o'clock, right, Cynthia? At 9 o'clock um, Eastern time in the morning. In the morning. And in the evening? Yes. And that yes. number was correct, 605. Okay. Would you give it to us again, please? Sure. 605-475-6075. And the access code is 134-332. Amen. We thank you so much. We thank you so much for everyone that's on the line with us on tonight. Uh, God is just so good. Remember to keep our leader in prayer. That is powerful. That God will give her total healing in her body. Amen. And for the woman of God that had poured out of, of, to us tonight, uh, oh, yes, words yes. about the, being an image. Who are you? Mm, betraying God, my God, that Amen. God will just continue to bless us, God, and as He has given us that word, that we become a doer of that word and not just a hearer only. Amen. In Jesus' name, that we could, we would uh, let the word we would manifest that word would manifest in our lives, and then we would be obedient to it. We thank God yeah. for it. Amen. We bless yeah. you on tonight, every woman that's on the line and those that could not make it on the line, and we just thank you so much for your support on tonight. We pray that God bless you during this holiday season. And just remember always that Jesus is the reason yes. for this Amen. season. God, to God be the glory. Be blessed on tonight and we, until we give us another call on, on, on the new year. God bless Amen. you. God keep Amen. you. It's our prayer. Amen. Have a good night, Amen. everyone. God bless you. Good night all. Oh, good night, good night. All. so much. Praise God. Thank Amen. you. Good night.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.